Hi, my name is Jack Tester. I'm the President and CEO of Nexstar. Welcome to another edition of our Leadership Lounge. I've got the privilege of having one of our longtime members, even though he's a young man, Matt Schroll from ABC Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electric in Arlington Heights. How are you doing, Matt? I'm doing great. Thanks for having right. me. Thank you. Matt is in for an advanced service system that starts this morning. He was kind enough to to come in here and, and shoot one of these podcasts. and Because uh, I think you got a lot to offer, Matt. You Tell me... Uh, um, a little bit. What do you do right now? So I head up our um, plumbing division, okay. um, which oversees all the plumbers, the sewer department. Um, we do more than that as, as division heads. We also oversee part of the office. Uh, we oversee all of the marketing and okay. the finance for each department. Okay. Kind of like a GM for the division. Okay. Well, we used a key word there, which was we, because yeah. there's a lot of we's in your business, a lot of shrolls. Yeah, there And are. that's what we're going to talk about in this podcast is how... You're a third-generation mm-hmm. family member in the family business. company was started by your grandfather, Don. Is that right? Yeah. My uh, grandfather, well, technically he purchased it. Okay. Um, but, so, But, yeah, he was the first after, like, it was a one-truck operation. So yeah. he took it from a one-truck operation. The first role in the plumbing yeah, drain exactly. business was Don, right? Yeah. And then followed up was uh, his two sons, Gordon and Brian. Right. Anybody else, any other family in there? Um, their sister Cindy worked as okay. our head of HR. Okay. So um, Brian, and, and they're the ones who joined Nextar back in 1993. Yeah. Brian and Gordon came. They were young people about your age at the time, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, about. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I'll say this, that, that your company, ABC, was one of the real first success stories of, of what was called then Contractors 2000. You're your father and your uncle came, and they really were just great implementers. And, and I remember we had a, a new member open house there, and we signed up like 40 people because you they had built a business that hadn't been seen in this industry before. So they had done an extraordinary job. Right? Yeah. As a matter of fact, that's one of the things that I took away was the foundation that they gave me um, through the flat rate pricing and through all the yeah. systems they had learned from Nexstar, but also the – level of professionalism right that that we had as a company i i had worked in the company before and when we were in before the less uh, before before c2000 or next time right um oh really in the in less the dark ages huh? yeah less yeah. less professional setting where okay. you know there was no organization to the parts really it was i'd call it dirty okay <laughs> um, all right we had these beige trucks and we kept those beige trucks for a little I while those and um but they were we used mostly like pickups and beat up vans, like the very old school plumber. Not yeah, we were a commercial plumber. Didn't have as many of the new trucks. We still had trucks, but you kept them longer. You weren't profitable like right. we are now. Right. Well, I, I, I say this because of of your company's long standing, uh, uh, you know, membership in Nextar and, and and really the the preeminent business that that your uncle and father had and, and grandfather mm-hmm. had created. Right. So let's. Um, go forward to today now sure right so uh brian has uh moved his family to florida and they run a division of your company in florida and gordon stayed back Mm -hmm. and uh then he's got three sons of which you're one is that right yes all right so tell me about the other two brothers in the business so my two younger brothers are twins Uh, okay they run one division each one runs hvac our biggest division and the other one runs our electric department okay our division okay so um, I want to talk about this dynamic, you know, of, of 
third generation coming in, working with brothers, and you've got your father and your mother in the business too. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It sounds complex. There's days. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. um, at times, it it can be difficult. Um, not going to lie. You know, most days we get along really well. Yeah. Uh, we're family, though. So we have all those old uh, issues from when we were kids. And, you know, you still have kind of that when you first come in. Uh, we've gotten over it by now. Well, tell me what happened when you first came in because I want to know, right? Well, you got kind of this healthy fear slash respect of your uncle and father okay. coming in. All right. Um, and the truth was at 19 when I came to work for him, I didn't have respect for the world. I didn't have respect for other managers. And I knew if I was going to have respect for a manager, it was going to have to be my – I even said this because I remember at my previous job thinking, God, this guy's such a loser. He's like 60 and he's never advanced past the first level of management. And okay. clearly that's not a healthy respect for humanity. As a 19-year-old or <laughs> yeah. an 18-year-old? Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, 19. A little, yeah. little arrogant. Yeah, know. a little bit. Okay. <laughs> so I came in, and but I knew that I could work for them because I would respect them. Okay. And so that was one reason I chose to come work for ABC. Um, it was also that I was working my way through college. Okay. So, and I'd always respected the level of success they had, and I yeah. wanted a chance to have that success also. Okay. So it was that healthy kind of fear. And there were times where it was uh, very difficult because I was maturing. I was getting away from that healthy arrogance or unhealthy arrogance, yeah. I should say, in that right. situation uh, to a more realistic view of the world. Okay. Um, well, how old are you at this time? Uh, in my 20s, I would say. Okay. Um, so I worked full-time through college. Okay. I went to college full-time. So by the time I got out, I was about 23. Okay. Um, now I'm married. I got a kid. I'm working. So you're married with a kid at this time? Yeah. Did you did you work outside of ABC or did you come right back to the business? I, I stayed working full-time through college for right. ABC, and I decided to continue on with ABC at got that it. point. Got it. You okay. know, and, and my dad actually encouraged me to look elsewhere to, to kind of see, hey, you know what? Make sure this is right for you. And I said, you know what? I don't want to. I, I like ABC. Okay. So at the time, we uh, I wasn't in management yet. I had a college degree. Um, what were you doing? I was doing dispatch, and okay. I was working 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. every day. Um, wife at home, new baby. So there was a little bit of tension there, too, from the no. amount I was working. I can't imagine. <laughs> and, and so, you know, there was going to be blow-ups over the over the few years. There would there were definite blow-ups, and I can't name any specific ones. Let me ask ones. a question. Mm-hmm. You said you, you were, you, did you dispatch when you were in college? I did. So I started with the warehouse, then I did customer service, then dispatch. Okay. Did, uh, but prior to college, I had worked in the field, uh-huh. um, and then I started working with the field people more. Did, did, let me. Your job as a dispatcher um, was that a, a conscious decision because it was the right role for you to learn the business, or why? Why were you a dispatcher? <laughs> um, I think it was a need. For the company, need? yeah, much of my role changed as needs arose. Okay, um, you know, we needed a warehouse person, then we needed a customer service person, then we needed a dispatcher, right. and dispatch is always. So these been... are kind of battlefield promotions. Is what you're saying? <laughs> so, oh, it, as a matter of fact, almost all my promotions originally came out of battlefield, so to speak. Right. Like, Someone uh, left, and yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I started overseeing the office because our office manager type people had left yeah and 
you know, I was just a supervisor right. when I was overseeing the office staff. Then I became the service manager because our service manager left and I volunteered to take over concerns. And then it, right. it kind of evolved into, okay, you're okay. going to be the service manager. Okay. So then I'm overseeing both departments. We're a small company. We're smaller than now. Let's right. put it that way. Um, four and a half, five million dollars. Yeah. And not a lot of vertical room there at the time. So, you know. Because so you're four and a half, five million dollars. Yeah. Right. And my uncle and my dad were still active. That's a story. I'm going to come back to that because I think okay. that's key to this thing, right? Okay. To your success. But uh, so you, you, you graduated college. You became a, you worked in dispatch. You're working long hours. Yeah. And then when did your other two brothers come into the business? So in 01, they came in, but they were still in college and they okay. both left to go back to college. Okay. You know, that was right. just a part-time thing. Yeah. Um, Funnily, we needed a dispatcher, and my dad said to them, I need somebody to work dispatch. And my brother said, well, I'll work dispatch for about a year. Okay. I'd be okay with that. And he was just freshly out of U of I. Okay. And so, you know, but my brother's a little more hot-headed than me at times. Okay. And after a year was up, he kind of said, well, I'm not working dispatch anymore. You need to find something else. So and that... that then turned into him becoming part of our marketing team okay. and did which, create, which brother is this? This is Eric. Eric. Okay. So, and I understand, you know, you get a college degree, you don't really want to be a dispatcher, right. <laughs> you know? Um, and they were open to that. Uh, but it did create some tension between my uncle and my father. Um, my uncle had kind of checked out and, you know, they both had for a little while. Oh, really? Um, they both had kind of yeah, engaged a little bit. Yeah, and I think that's, you know, I read your book. Um, Thank you. And I could identify because I even found myself starting to check out at points, and I, I've found that I needed a new why. Ah. You know, I still have my family, I, and right. they're still important, but I've gotten to a level where my income's enough now that I need right. more. Yeah. And so I had to find that for myself. Oh, very cool. So, yeah. and I think they had to also. Yeah. And I, so I think it's a natural evolution. I think I remember talking to Gordon at that time. Yeah. Know. But anyway, yeah, that's that's great to hear. Yeah, so, you know, their why became grow the business for our kids in, in a lot of ways and grow the business for the employees. Right. Um, you know, I can't speak to his why today exactly. Yeah. Other than he is very much about the employees as family. Right. Um, well, let's talk about that. So you, Eric came in the business and he was dispatching and then mm -hmm. he, he moved over to marketing. And then he had another brother. And what did he do? Uh, well, he was an installer for a little while. Okay. What's, and then, his, what's his first name? Peter. 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 Okay. Yeah, he was an installer for a while and... Okay. and he left to run a Jimmy John's um, Very cool. and kind of do his own thing. Mm -hmm. um, and then we, <clears throat> this is now uh, like 2009 is when my uncle left to go to Florida. He decided he wanted to live in Florida and grow a company for his kids at that point. And there was a little bit of tension between my dad and my uncle at that point because two of his kids are in the business. We're the only managers. It doesn't seem like there's going to be a lot of room. We're not growing. We're kind of stagnant at this point. A lot of mouths to feed, yeah, and not more overhead dollars to, uh, yeah, yeah, I got exactly. It. Okay, and and so there's a concern, and naturally, when there's this um, fear for your safety now, financially for your, for your livelihood, right. right? Now you have to make decisions, and it's going to create more butting of heads. Okay, so they decided to buy the company in Florida, you know, and so there's. Uh, I'm, you know, they're. I, I would say it's healthier now than it was at the time. Yeah. Um, and you know that company's growing. 
about 20% a year and he's Fantastic. creating a environment for his kids to, right. to run. Um, and in 09, we kind of had a recession going on. So we had to make a decision and we made a decision as a management team to not participate in that. And, um, that was when we really solidified my dad and I, and, and my brother, Eric as, um, a team and, and came to this, this is for the company now. And this is no longer about just, um, the individual, you know, and I don't think my dad was that way. I think my dad was always about the company, but as growing individuals, we hadn't had that epiphany yet to be about the company. Got it. So, so let's let's take us to that point. Um, Brian and Gordon had decided to they bought a business in Florida. Brian mm-hmm. moved his. He's got like six kids too. So he had an extensive family. He moved to Florida, down to Scott. Venice or someplace down there, right? Yeah. And then, so you guys are here, and the business had been flat for a while, and yeah. you got some growing families, some growing financial needs in the Schroer right. family. Yeah. You and your brother Eric at this time. Yeah. And uh, and and so. You decided that that you had to grow the business. We did. Okay. Yeah. He's got eight kids, by the way. Eight kids. I forgot yeah. about that. Six. <laughs> Judas. Okay. Well done. Okay. I agree. Uh, Brian, he's Brian's a former chairman at Nextar and a good man. So he is. All the best to him for sure. Um. So, yeah, we we found uh, some new marketing sources. Okay. Made some decisions to to get involved with those. Okay. To even though there was. Obviously, some risk there, especially in a recession. We said we need to try these things, okay. um, and this was at a time where the yellow pages had been dying for a while, and, right. and that had been our main marketing source. And we were trying new things. You know, yeah. we had tried pay per click and all that, and, and some of that was working, and some wasn't. Yeah, and we found a, another marketing source that worked for us. Okay, what was that? Just curious. Uh, it's called Best Picks. It's okay. a, uh, a like a. Pay per lead source. Okay, in in Chicago. Yeah, okay. and they have them a couple other locations. Okay. I'm not sure that really where. worked for you guys. Yeah, okay. and that so that was kind of a catalyst. I wouldn't say okay. it was the only thing. And then we started getting into more marketing and, and other things like that, um, radio, TV, that kind of stuff. That took a couple years, but okay. we had to grow. Um, one of the big changes was we started making a five year plan. We okay. started to look at rebranding ourselves. Okay. Um, we really got down to the training. We split the divisions. I then took over plumbing, and Eric took over heating and air. And now, at this point, we're not doing electric. Yeah. Uh, and I think it was 20... You uh, did, did you do electric because you had three brothers? Is that what happened? No. As a matter of fact, Pete came back because we were doing electric, okay. and we needed somebody to run it. Um, what happened was... So we had started to grow. We had made these changes, got into best picks. We had started to really uh, be a lot more about growth uh-huh. and a lot more about gaining it for the company than ourselves uh-huh. um, and creating the overhead that, or the ability to have overhead that could support us as, right. as a higher level manager. Uh-huh. Um, so then we, we got into other marketing sources and we decided, I think it was 2011 to add electric. Okay. Um, and it was kind of like the redheaded stepchild of plumbing because I was overseeing plumbing and that was my passion. And you were <laughs> doing overseeing electric yeah, at that time and, too? Yeah, and so we hired an electrician and, a, you know, it's run very similarly to plumbing. But yeah. I know nothing about electric. Uh-huh. So we had to find somebody who was licensed. And, right. And so it just kind of was like um, not really getting a lot of attention. Uh-huh. <laughs> but at the same time, 
we wanted it to work. And so we tried a few things, and we tried this or that. We tried different pricing, different things to look for, and we trained them in the service system. You know, so they were involved in the training. So it just wasn't getting the same level of attention. And it wasn't getting the marketing attention. So it yeah. really is, we needed somebody who was really passionate about it. So about a year in, I think it was 2012, Pete came in okay. to run the electric. Got it. And and it's only a, a division, a one or two guy division at that point. Right. Um, and he's taken it since then to be, a, I think he's got 11 electricians now. Oh, nice. So... Yeah. Um, We've put the marketing dollars behind it. We've put the effort behind it, obviously. We've yeah. made it important. Yeah. Um, and it's a, it's a big part of our business now. So let's stop and talk about this. So you got three, now you got all three of you guys in there. Mm-hmm. Three of brothers. We've got birth order issues. You've got all this going on, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, you do. you got all that, right? But you, you're running plumbing. Uh, Eric's running air conditioning. And Pete's running electrical. Yes. Right, at this time. And uh, I remember back uh, speaking with Gordon back when you guys were kind of flat, mm-hmm. you know, 08, 09, whenever that period sure. was, right? When you guys had, and uh, I think you were on $6 million, is that right? right? Somewhere around there, Somewhere, yeah. Right in that neighborhood? And you'd yeah. been there for a while, I remember. Yeah, I think it was about five, um, okay, maybe five? five and a half okay. at that time. Well, I can remember talking to Gordon then and, uh, and him thinking about how to involve you, you his, his sons in the business and how yeah. to create compensation and things like that uh fast forward to today now sure. your business is last year or this year we'll finish at about what we'll finish about 21 and a half oh wow this year. that's i didn't know you're that big congratulations well, that's awesome you. from five to 21 and so you each have a division you each have a part of this business it's almost like you have your own I don't want to say division or business in the company, but you do. You all got your own areas of responsibility. We sort of do have our own. Right. It's almost like having your own company within okay. a company. So, how do you get along? How do you how do you not get jealous? How do you not say you're not working as hard as I am? Or or if you see that, how do you have these healthy conversations so that you guys continue to work together? Because you've done something that that people say that the third generation is the one that that puts the business under. Right. Yeah. That's 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 the heard that many times. <laughs> the olds. I don't know if it's true or not. It was heard it. Right. Yeah. Sure. So here you guys, the third generations come in. The second generation is still there. The first generation is still around too. Don. Yeah. And you guys have, have collectively, as a family and as a management team, grown it from five to twenty-one. Sure. How do you not get in each other's way? How do you how do you work have have a healthy work relationship? So we understand we each have our own responsibilities. Okay. Um. You know, so example, I'm responsible for everything plumbing. And I'm, I will tell you, there are things I do that annoy my brothers. Okay. There's ways no. I see the business right. that are different than okay. them. Same thing goes for me. Um, but at the same time, we understand it's my responsibility. So if it's going to happen, I have to take care of it. Okay. And same thing with electric. If, if it's going to happen, Pete has to take care of it. Now, I can make him aware of things, and that's key. We have to communicate. We do okay. say, hey, listen, this issue is going on. So how do you on. communicate in a formal way? Let's talk about that because I think sure. that's key. So, so depending what it is, we uh, it could just be an email. What are your management rhythms? Let me talk about what are your okay. communication yeah. rhythms in the business. Sure, okay. we have a weekly man- executive manager meeting okay. um, that we all sit down at. We bring up issues. Okay. We um, talk about the state of the business, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, when we're doing trainings, the four of us, uh, three brothers and my dad, get together and we plan the trainings for the managers okay gordon oversees the managers and we have a um we do a level 10 every other week okay we've decided not to do it every week so you do an executive before you no we do a a full management of level 10 
every other week. Every other week. We do a weekly meeting for the four of us. Got it. Got it. Okay. And then we do a monthly, I call it business review, which is a longer meeting that includes the level 10 um, with our managers also. Okay. Uh, And then each of us has managers under us that we meet with individually weekly. Okay. So we'll call it a one-to-one. Okay. Um, and then obviously we communicate throughout the week with the people who report right. to us also. Right. So, you're, you're, you, so you don't leave communication to chance. You, you're very structured in, in how you guys get together, how you think about the business. So it's not like uh, just hallway conversations. There's formal structure even though you're a family. Yeah. Oh, fair? for sure. I think okay. and that's actually one of the things that's been very important for us. Okay. Is having that formalized communication makes it easier for us to bring issues up. Okay. Okay, got it. So you, that's your communication rhythm. So you were talking about, um, you know, you think about the business different than your brother does, even though you, you have your heirs responsibility. Each, mm-hmm. each brother has a trade. And you're ultimate, everybody knows you're responsible for that trade. Right. right. So they can't come in and tell you what to do, but they can bring things to your attention. Yeah, right? absolutely. But then you've got broader business issues. Right. Broader things, you know. And uh, how do you work through those, those, those differences how do you reconcile those? So that kind of stuff would be brought up in our executive meetings. Okay. And sometimes we'll take that and say, you know what, we need to have a separate meeting about this. Because okay. this is this is going to be more than an hour. Okay. <laughs> so okay. we need to take it. And they can be contentious. I mean, we have all we all have opinions. We're all stubborn and we're all strongly opinionated. Okay. Um, and sometimes we'll stand behind those opinions more than we should. Okay. Um, so you're in the meeting, you're you're maybe you're getting a little bit hot on a collar and at first, we used to get into, you know, like going back years, we would just kind of yell at each other. We figured out over the years that it's not effective. Okay. It's better to just take a deep breath, kind of be quiet for a minute. Let yourself kind of... That's maturity. <laughs> yeah. It, well, it takes years to, to get there, okay. or months anyways, you know, and it's just slowly changing over time, you know, and, and we we had to realize that being calm and being a team was more important than our view. Okay. And so it's not always about our view. Okay. And if it, so if it has to do with somebody else's apartment, clearly we're going to state our opinion and leave it up to them. If it's overall company, we all have to get on the same page. Okay. Um, so we all have the same vision that the employees are our family and that it's really about a win-win-win. Right. And so that's important to us. Uh-huh. And we go back to that intent when uh, we're looking at a overall issue, okay. what's our intent for it? Okay, as a company, and, and we work it out. So uh, the the intent is right for the four of you that that it's about the business, it's about the overall mm-hmm. company. It's not about you or winning or your opinion. Right, you all go back to what's the intent of of, of each of us, and and there's an aligned intent in the business, which will then allow for differences of opinions from time to time yeah and i think i think it's actually been helpful that we're family because we all kind of grew up the same way we all have the the same values okay um towards the world and towards the business and so it's easy to get on the same page oh that's that's fantastic Wow. Okay. I, 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 that's, uh, that's great to hear. That's great to hear. Okay. So how does it work? I've talked about your three brothers. Um, now you're, you're working for your father. Yeah. You directly report to Gordon, right? Yeah. Tell me about that. Is that... There's times where it's contentious. Yeah. Um, Why? Of, well, 
He's my dad. Okay. And, and so of the three brothers, I'm the one who's most likely to um, butt heads with him. Because you're I, the oldest? Uh, I don't know if it's because I'm the oldest or we kind of have similar personalities and, and okay. as such. Um, got the same hairline. <laughs> we do for that, for right. sure on that one. Um, th- there's also just some key differences. He likes to be more involved with having all of the information and, and really getting like to the nitty gritty and stuff, very detail oriented. Whereas I'm more, all right, I have enough information. I've thought this through. I'm going to just make a decision. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to ask a bunch of people's opinions. And so sometimes that, because of that difference in style, we butt heads. So he, you feel like he, he doesn't go as fast as you sometimes? Oh, for sure. Make decisions as quickly. Yeah, as I, I, I like to make decisions quickly. He likes okay. to take his time. And, and that's okay. I mean, it actually has benefited us right. over the years. Now, at first, it, it was a hindrance. Right. But we had to work that out and, and get past the, the butting of heads. Of somebody that maybe causes you to be a little more cautious when you need to be. And, and of course, Gordon now saying, maybe I can make a decision a little bit quicker than I would have otherwise because yeah. of, of each other's input. Absolutely. Right? Oh, fantastic. I, I think that's hugely important. Yeah. Yeah. We complement each other with our strengths and weaknesses. Oh, that's very cool. That's very so. cool. Okay. Talk about that. What do you see in the strengths and weaknesses between you and your other brothers? And how, do you, how have you recognized and, and kind of appreciated those? Sure. So, um, for example, you talked about how we're good implementers as a company. Yeah. My brothers are great implementers. They're great at processes. They're great at um, really getting down to the... Sounds like they're like more like Gordon. They are more like Gordon. And, yeah. I, and I'm great at the feel good, the okay. communications, the engagement, the right. making a quick decision, but really being about... Let's talk to the employees. Let's train them. Let's do this. Let's, okay. you know, and and so a lot of times I'm more gung ho about the employee than, and about making sure the employee feels good, than they are, and and yeah. So the, but that's also changed them. They've become more about the employee. They've okay. become more. They've become more about engagement, and um, I've become more about processes because I've realized the importance of them, and uh-huh. I've been able to implement them. And I'm not always the best implementer. So sometimes I ask them for help with that kind of okay. stuff with, well, how are you doing this? Yeah. You know, you, you, you run an install department. I'm doing sewer install also. Tell me about that. Okay. You know, so, because I'm not always the best at implementing. Right. right. And I rely on others to help me with that. Wow. This is great. I'll tell you, um, we're going to wrap things up a little bit here, but uh, just a great story, Matt. That, that you guys have come together to grow a, a, just an amazing business that what I've heard is that you've put the company first, you've put your own personal identity or things like that kind of to the side a little bit. You've come together, each of you got their own area of responsibility, so you've got a, a measure of control over your life. Mm-hmm. You, you, know, you all come together with the best interest of the business, right, and, and, and work through differences to make big decisions. It sounds like you all appreciate the differences that each of you bring knowing that there's going to be those differences also bring conflict but the the differences are worth it is that yeah. right oh absolutely yeah that's just awesome and yeah. that you guys can make it work together yeah it took a while but we made it work so uh just just kind of wrapping up here what other things would you like to share relative to kind of working in a family business people are listening to this that that maybe are considering a family or have a family other family members in sure. the business just just broad uh, what's some final advice you'd have for those folks? So I'd say, one, you can get through it okay. as, as long as you're both open and you understand that it's not about butting heads. Okay. Um, 
and that succession's a big issue. And, succession. And, and make it important. We didn't talk about that, but oh, it, it's maybe. it's a big issue for all the generations. Okay. And, and it needs to be important for all the generations. Okay. Figure it out early, not late. So figure out the succession plan of the business early? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, maybe we'll do that another time. How's that? Be happy to talk to you about all it. All right. Well, Matt, thanks so much for uh, being here today. I just again, congratulations on what your family's accomplished. Thank you. You know, you've done a great job there. Been a model business in Nextar for a lot of years, and it looks like the business is in great hands with the third generation coming in here. So, well, thank you, thank you, and enjoy Advanced Service System while you're here too. I, I plan on it. Fantastic. Well, thank you to you, and thank you again for listening to another episode here of Leadership Lounge. This is Jack Tester. We'll catch you next time. Thanks so much. 